Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now. But I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Recorded live. March 31st, 2017, the final day of the month of March, hard to believe, and welcome to episode 312 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as, of course, we get ever so closer here, folks, to... Of course, two, two nights away from the big one, WrestleMania 33. Yes, indeed, we've been talking about that all week long, been hyping it up, and it's no doubt and all. It's, it should be a it should be a great one here, uh, but uh, we'll just we're going to have to wait and see about that on Sunday. Uh, <clears throat> of course, of course, coming on here tonight here, of course, as we always do with our rest, wrestling news and views here segment is our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only greatest news tag team of them all, King Ice. <laughs> yes, sir. And, of course, of course, King Ice is as follows. The main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WCWS. He's also a 2014 and 2017 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is the one, he is the only, he is the king, NWO, GTS himself, the one and the only, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, joining GTS is, of course, <clears throat> uh, the ice part of King Ice, we'll say. The ice man himself, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> a part of the of course, a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio, of course, uh, right here on TalkShoe.com every Monday afternoon. <clears throat> Plus, also tonight we'll have our uh, rest of history and birthdays, uh, uh, what we have not heard yet from the human suplex machine, John Gross, but of course I do have him standing by, so I'll probably be 
be taking care of those here momentarily. And before we go through with the rest of the show here, let's bring King Ice in here to the table. Gentlemen, welcome to number 312 on will be a very explosive and dynamite edition of Revolution. Explosive is the key word, and we're two days away, however, but uh, we've had some explosions already heading into Sunday. Hey, uh. Yes, indeed, and of course, when we hear that, our blood flows, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, the wrestling history and the wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, of course, are, are the tip of the iceberg here, as they say here, of course, on our show tonight. As, of course, we do some more big time wrestling talk. Uh, <clears throat> who knows what we'll have? We'll probably have a smorgasbord of wrestling extras here, and then maybe some more uh, top 10 lists and maybe some more trivia. You never know what we'll be doing here here tonight, but of course, some big time talk. Uh, of course, especially with WrestleMania 33 right here on the horizon. And of course, here, of course, we cannot forget the WWS Radio Network Group Tour. Uh, we so far are looking good here. We hope that we have things straightened out from. Uh, of course, we did not get a chance to have a video for last night's edition of Wolfpack because we had uh, some technical difficulties, but I think we got it all straightened out right now. <clears throat> of course, uh, tonight here, of course, here tonight, we are now in, inside uh, the WCWS NXTNG Video Vault. Of course, uh, of course, tonight's edition of Revolution, live video for tonight's Revolution, will share the same video feed as so many great wrestling moments. Uh, from the past and present, of course, that we have posted on here over time. <clears throat> and if you want to watch our vid- video here tonight, of course, from inside the video vault, we have it unlocked and open for you. It is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS NXTNG United. So definitely join us here, here tonight. <clears throat> and plus, if you want to chime in on the old-fashioned way through talkshoot.com, there's one man here that can tell you how to actually uh uh, get there. He do it a lot better than anybody else here. And of course, I'm talking about the main man here, GTS himself. GTS, how can they pop on here tonight and join the party? Well, you could be simply ravishing. Rick Rude's going into the Hall of Fame right now. Very nice. DDT went in first, and the Rock and Roll Express went in second. Rick Rude's going in now. Um, one seven two four. Four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Thank you very much, sir. GTS. Yes, sir. Indeed. And let's go ahead and dive right on in to the rest of the news and views here statement. Of course, King Ice provides that for us each and every night right here in the radio network. And of course, I do start off with the main man right here himself, GTS himself, King and Gerard T. Smith. GTS. What do we have on tap for tonight? Well, I heard JD's got all the good news, so I'll let him say it. Okay, well, I got a couple stories I'll talk about, and I'll pitch it back over to you. Uh, yes, folks, we got some real good, exciting, breaking news as we start tonight, however, and it is definitely exciting here on this WrestleMania weekend. The first news, of course, we've heard earlier this evening, however, that the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura, who will be fighting Mr. Glorious, Bobby Roode, one more time for the NXT title coming up tomorrow night, in Orlando at the Amway Center, where they're having the Hall of Fame tonight, however, will have maybe his swan song, if you will, however, after having a great NXT run, however. It was a year ago 
that he made his name famous how against Sami Zayn, if we all recall in Dallas less than a year ago last year. And here it is one year now into his NXT run. However, Mr. Uh, Nakamura, of course, will be having a glorious end to what has been a fantastic NXT run when he takes on Bobby Roode in a rematch, however, for the NXT Championship tomorrow night, however, at WrestleMania. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it has been confirmed to us tonight, however, that Roman Reigns and The Undertaker will more than likely go on last this Sunday at Mania as the main event, apparently. And finally, however, the big shocking news that I think we're all excited about, however, to say the least. Yes, folks, get ready for a slobber knocker. Why do you ask? Well, good old JR is back. Jim Ross has now signed a new deal with the WWE that will see him return this Sunday to call the Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar match for the WWE Universal title. The site reports that the deal will see him appear occasionally on television, but will mostly be used for material on the WWE Network, documentaries, and the like. The new deal will also preclude Ross from being involved with the new World of Sports series in the UK, however, for which he called the pilot. But it will not change his status with the new Japan on Access Television, AXS Television. The deal was done less than five weeks ago for the passing recently of his wife, Jan. Okay, uh, so, okay, do you have anything there to add there, partner? No. Okay. So you're much there, gentlemen. Of course, King Ice is <clears throat> the 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. Right here on the radio network, they bring you all the news that's fit to print. And, of course, it does the fit. They find a way to make it fit. And, of course, GTS always has the best way possible whenever that happens. Super glue and duct tape. Never beat that combination. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. In the uh, <clears throat> live uh, video feed here for at the, inside the video vault, uh, the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach, has said uh, a couple uh, said hello to us a couple times. Let me say hello to her. And the human suppress machine, John Gross, even snuck in a small comment here. Uh, apparently, he must be on his way here. But uh, but we'll go ahead and uh, dive in with the rest of the history here and birthdays. I already have them up here, which we got some very interesting history here to read here for today, March the 31st. And let's go ahead and read what we have right here. <coughs> Uh, that's right here. It's a 32 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see, uh, 1985, yes. WWF presented WrestleMania from Madison Square Garden in New York City. 19,121 fans were in attendance with 398,000 homes watching on closed-circuit television. At the time, it was the most-watched event in closed-circuit television history. Match ratings are from Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer Newsletter, as recorded in the Internet Wrestling Database. Wrestling ratings, excuse me, are out of the possible five stars. And let's go ahead and run them down right here. <clears throat> the first, very first match, of course, Tito Santana defeated the Executioner by submission. This was rated a 2.5 out of 5. King Kong Bundy defeated SD Special Delivery Jones. <clears throat> I believe that was a record time there. I think I'm not saying it, 90 yeah. seconds. But I heard yes. Believe it or not, this match did not receive any stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Ricky Steamboat defeated Matt Bourne, and this received a 3.25 star rated out of five. David San Martino and Bruce Beefcake fought to a double countout. Of course, we all know what happened there. I think Luscious Johnny Valiant, I think, kind of got in the 
got kind of got in the mix there. And of course, Bruno right there didn't waste any time and kind of take down Luscious Johnny during that. I believe I'm not mistaken. But this match right here has got a two out of five star rating. You know what's so funny about that match, though? I'm going to talk about that match real quick, though. It's so funny you mentioned the Bruno match. Originally, however, and I had heard the story, I don't know if uh, Dave reported or later on someone else reported, it it was supposed to be originally, however, a tag team match with Bruno and David versus Johnny V and uh, Brutus, however, mind you, but that never happened, unfortunately. I mean, they did that later on, I think, after WrestleMania, but at the time... When they aired it at WrestleMania 1, it was supposed to be a tag match instead of a single match between David and Brutus, believe it or not. If you happen to notice, the Fink actually said he, they, the referee disqualified both teams, even though it was supposed to have been a one-on-one match, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which was quite interesting. Though. So, so that, was, that was pretty interesting there, to say, to say the least. The Junkyard Dog defeated Greg Valentine by countdown in a WWF Intercontinental title match. This match got a 0.5 star rating out of five stars. Wow. That was the Nikolai, first title change originally. And just it actually didn't change at all. I mean, um, but, but the next one here, I think, this one right here is the, would be considered the first one, I think. Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheep with Freddie Blassie in, here, in their corner defeated the U.S. Express, Mike Rotundo and Barry Windham, who actually had Captain Lou Albano in their corner. I do remember that, too. Yep. To win to win the tag team titles. <clears throat> and this was a one out of five rating. Hmm. Interesting. Andre the Giant defeated Big John Studd in a $15,000 body slam match. You'll remember what happens after that. Had Andre lost, he would have been forced to retire. This one received the highest rating out of all, no, not, well, second highest rating out of, out of all the matches here. This one actually got a three out of five star rating. Wendy Ricker defeated Leilani Kai to win the women's title. This one, the women's title match, received a negative two out of five-star rating. <laughs> and the main event, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T defeated Rowdy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. The former heavyweight boxing champion Muhammad Ali was a special enforcer. This, this match, believe it or not, was the main event, but it did not get a rating whatsoever. Shocking. Very shocking. 28 years ago today, which would put it at 1989, yes. I do remember seeing this match on the DVD they did about Sting in Atlanta, Georgia. Sting defeated Mike Rotunda to win the NWA World Television title and $10,000. I remember that match. But Luger and Steamboat came out to support him. Uh, after the, the varsity club was there to support Rotunda, I think. Yeah, I do remember that. No, 23... I, I was just watching uh, DDP's speech. He just paid tribute to Dusty. Oh, very nice indeed. Very he, nice. He, did, did, he says he remembers the first time when Dusty uh, introduced himself, and uh, he did Dusty talk. He's like, we're going to make you the Jesse Ventura of the 90s, baby. It was pretty cool, though. I'm just watching. It's like a small clip, but it's pretty cool, though. This is, oh, wow, wow, wow. 23 years ago today, which we put it at 1994 in Sheffield, England, the Quebecers, Jacques and Pierre, defeated Men on a Mission, Mo and Mabel, to win the WWF Tag Team titles just two days after losing the titles in London. Ooh, big time switch there. Yes, indeed. 21 years ago today, which we put it at 1996, WWF presented WrestleMania 12 from the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California. 18,853 were in attendance, with 290,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. 
That's down from 340000 for WrestleMania 11. Huh. Wow. The show had two hooks. The first televised one-hour Iron Man match in WWF history where the person who scored the most followed at the end of the hour would be the winner and the return of the Ultimate Warrior who was last seen in the WWF in November of 1992. Huh. Oh, man. In a pre-show free-for-all match, the Body Donnas, Skip and Zip, defeated the Godwins, Henry and Phineas, to win the vacant tag team titles. Camp Cornette, Vader, Owen Hart, and the British Bulldog defeated Yokozuna, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Ahmed Johnson. Had Camp Cornette lost, Yokozuna would have gotten five minutes alone with Jim Cornette. This match received a 2.5 out of 5 rating. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Savio Vega. This match got a 2 out of 5 rating. That was the Caribbean strap match. Uh... Let me see. This was actually Stone Cold was still being managed by Ted DiBiase. Yeah, but this was the Caribbean strap match, though, I'm saying, though, when him and uh, Savio fought. Cause, uh, was 12 was? Yeah, because he was the oh. shock master, and he had a feud briefly with Vega, I remember, when he came right. in. Right, right. Well, this is when he was called Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and... Uh, Ringmaster. Uh, no, he was called Stone Cold in this. What, in Mania 12? That's what it said. But he, I thought it was the ringmaster because he changed to Stone Cold after the King of the Ring promo. I was never in the Stone Cold, I think. Yeah. I'll have to go back I and double check. You might be right there, but go on. Okay, okay, you go ahead and do that. I'll go ahead and continue reading. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley. This was Warrior's first match for the WWF since leaving the company in 92. This match got a 0 out of 5 star rating. <laughs> the Undertaker defeated Diesel. This match got a 2.25 out of 5 rating. Roddy Roddy Piper versus Goldust ended in a no in a no contest in a Hollywood backlot brawl. In a side nugget, portions of the match featured footage from the infamous low speed chase involving Los Angeles police and O. J. Simpson from June of nineteen ninety four. This match this match did not receive a rating at all. And Shawn Michaels defeated Bret Hart one nothing in a one hour Iron Man match to win the WWE title. The score was tied at zero when time expired, but then WWF President Graham Monsoon ordered a sudden death overtime to determine the winner. This match received a 4.25 star rate out of five. Fourteen years ago today, we put it at 2003, on Raw from Seattle, Washington, Kane and Rob Van Dam defeated the team of Lance Storm and Chief Morgan and the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, a three-team elimination match to win the World Tag Team. It would be the eighth tag team title reign for Kane, but the first for Van Damme in WWE. The show opened with the, in quotation marks, firing of Stone Cold Steve Austin by then Raw General Manager Eric Bischoff on medical grounds. As it turned out, the list of Austin's many many ailments, including the night before WrestleMania at Harborview Hospital was an anxiety attack, and his cervical spine issues was indeed very real. Austin would officially announce his retirement in the com interview the next day, but he agreed to stay with the company in time wrestling roles, something he has continued to do to this day. The show ended with the WWE debut of Bill Goldberg, who, is, who had last been seen 
WCW in February of 2001. WCW is closing. Goldberg was getting $2.5 million annually under Time Warner, but then parent company of WCW took a buyout on the final five months of his contract with WWE. In his first act, The Rock was next. He would end The Rock's full-time career just a month later at Backlash. Yes, I do remember all of that. That was when The Rock Nine. went heel. That's right, yeah, because he acted like it. Yeah, Yeah, and he says, who's going to come out? And then he, he cut Goldberg in half with a spear, and Rock was holding his ribs, if you remember. Oh, wow. I think I'm going to watch that number, moment right now. <laughs> number, uh, nine years ago today, which was put it at 2008, <clears throat> Rick Flair reunites with four Horseman members, Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, Arn Anderson, and Barry Windham, in his farewell address on Raw from Orlando, Florida. This would be the first and only televised reunion of the most successful incarnation of the group until exactly four years later when the group was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes. I got choked up watching that, I remember. Eight years ago today, we put it at 2009, Peter Sericha, as best I can pronounce it, but he's better known to everyone as Taz, WWE following his contract expiration. ECW Triple Crown Champion twice over Jordan WWF in late 1999 and debuted at the 2000 Warrior Rumble with a submission win over Kurt Angle. He was involved in one of the most bizarre title changes in wrestling history when Taz defeated Michael, at the time contracted to WCW for the ECW title in April of 2000. He held it just over a week before losing it to Tommy Dreamer. With injuries mounting, Taz became a color commentator. He juggled wrestling and commentating after the brand split, where he became a common most notable town in ECW beginning in 2006. Despite Taz giving his notice, he offered WrestleMania 25, taking place less than a week later for free, but was turned down. He would join TNA later that summer and would commentate for them until leaving the promotion in 2015. Today, he hosts a daily podcast appropriately titled The Taz Show, Body Slams and Beyond, no, I've listened to it. It's a couple good shows. He's had a lot of past and present uh, legends uh, and uh, other figures on there. It's a really good show. With occasional episodes airing on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, okay. Two years ago today, we approved that 2015, uh, SmackDown taping in Fresno, California, Sheamus defeated Daniel Bryan via countout. It would turn to be Daniel Bryan's last singles match ever, Two weeks later, Brian would once again land on the disabled list when he is injured on WWE's annual European tour. Brian would forfeit the IC title he won at WrestleMania 31 in May before retiring from in-ring competition in February of 2016. One year ago today, is a very somber moment here, guys, 2016, Christopher Darren Travis, or simply Chris Travis, dies of stomach cancer. He was 32 years old. Chris Travis. Oh, yes, okay. Born December 13, 1983 in Sheffield, England. Travis began wrestling in Northern England. He wrestled primarily for Grand Pro Wrestling and Northern British Wrestling. In the late 2000s, Travis, as a part of Project Ego with Martin Kirby, would win tag team championships all over Europe, including 1PW, IPW, UK, Revolution Pro, and 3CW. In August of 2012, Travis defeated Lionheart with the Fulton City Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. 
In October 2014, Travis announced he was diagnosed with stomach cancer and was forced to take a hiatus from wrestling. Many wrestlers gave words of encouragement as Travis did charity work to raise funds for cancer research. Travis made a notable appearance for Insane Championship Wrestling in April 2015, but in a non-wrestling role. In June 2015, Travis announced that he had beaten cancer and would return to the ring. On August 7, 2015, Travis defeated Shaw Samuels in his return bout. Two days later, Project Ego reunited to win the Southside Wrestling Entertainment Tag Team titles. Two weeks later, Travis had his highest-profile match, a loss to Drew Galloway for the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. On September 6th at Progress Chapter 21, we don't like to use the sit-down gun. <laughs> That's a good name. Travis defeated Marty School. On September 21st, 2015, Travis announced that the cancer had returned and that he would retire from wrestling. The cancer sadly would claim his life on March 31st, 2016. He was just 32 years old, but the month before his passing, Travis married his longtime girlfriend. Tributes for Travis poured in from all over the wrestling world, and fans and pro wrestlers petitioned the WWE for him to be presumably given the, the Warrior Award. Said longtime tag team partner Martin Kirby following his passing, sleep well, my friend, you no longer need to suffer. In April 2016, Cody Rhodes and Tommaso Ciampa began Our Ladder, a fundraising campaign dedicated to raising money for Cavendish Cancer Care in Travis's hometown of Sheffield, England. That was a very nice gesture. Very nice indeed. Very nice indeed. And that is all the history and birthdays. Uh, and uh, and GTS has gave me an update here. Uh, you were saying you're telling me GTS that uh, Rude, Rick Rude's son had inducted his father. I am not sure. CP. Well, that's what he just told me. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's GTS cool. Ricky Steamboat was there too, so that's pretty cool. Right. Well, I think he came and spoke on behalf of the family. I think that's probably why I'm... I'm, I'm just that. waiting to see what kind of reaction Kurt Angle's going to get. It's going to be crazy once he gets up there. GTS, are you still there with us, bud? Yeah. You were telling me uh, that Rick's, Rick Ruth's son came out and spoke on behalf of the family? Yeah, I showed you a picture. That's uh, his uh, son and his da- daughter, if you check oh, yeah. your uh, Facebook. Okay, all right, thank you very much. Um, his son is direct. huge. Yeah, his Ooh. son, daughter, and uh, uh, his wife uh, came out. The wife never spoke, the son did. Um, right. Well, uh, Dragon, uh, Ricky Stebo came out and said some things, and then uh, the family came out, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Beth Phoenix is going in next. Excellent. Thank and you Daddy's going to be introducing her. You would have thought, though, guys, and before I get GTS in on the plug, you would have thought maybe Edge would have inducted her. Yeah, but it's more better if a woman does. Like, Natty was her tag team partner, and she was in, you know. Sure. It would. I guess it would have been, but I, I guess they don't want favorites, I guess. but. Good Lord, he looks just like his dad. He's huge, though. He is. Now, Gerard, I asked J.D. this. Let me ask you this. Did he ever get into wrestling, to your knowledge, his son? Uh, 
thought he was trying to, but he says he owns his own business. And then he, his their other son Dalton died. So I don't know if it was the other son that was trying to get into wrestling, but that guy should. But uh, I don't think so. But he should. Yeah, I mean, gosh, that is. And he wow. did the did the Rick Rude thing. Uh, like Rick Rude used to do? All these, what was it, something he used to say, or the body motion or something like that? No, no, the the sweat hog thing, yeah. Oh, that's all the thing. <laughs> yeah, the sweat hog. <laughs> you fat, ugly, inner city sweat hog. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody said bad. Florida sweat hogs, so it was, it was pretty funny. Yes. <clears throat> no one said it better like Rick, though. No one said it better. No, no, no. Got that right. And, of course, GTS, I've got to ask you the most important question of them all. Does it pay to be rude? It always pays to be rude. Yes, sir. And on that note, uh, uh, the plug, sir, if you please. <laughs> The ID number is one three eight zero five. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to us and listen to us right now. And Natty looks wonderful. <laughs> wow! Oh man! Oh my goodness! My goodness! Well, let's see here, guys. Uh, well, we got a bunch of. Um, of course, you have but plenty of time to kill here. Uh, how's everybody feel on a on a bout of uh, wrestling trivia? Sounds good to me. GTS, uh, your take? Sure. Okay. I just About think you have a picture of Natty. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, let me take a look at that. And just to fill you guys in, how our uh, South Carolina women are now in the women's championship uh, final four. They beat Stanford tonight. UConn is playing here in a little bit and putting their streak on the line. Holy cow. So South Carolina men and women both made it. They beat Stanford tonight, 62-53. Holy moly. For sure. <laughs> That's that right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My goodness. Never a little tighter. Never a little tighter. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see what we got. I will be right back. Okay, JD. Uh, well, let's see. I've got one on different WrestleManias here. Uh, let's see. There's number. There's number thirty. Ah, there's thirty-one. Ah, thirty-two. I got a couple about WrestleMania thirty-two. That's the most recent one, I think. 
Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I've got one with 15 questions. I've got one with 10 questions. Uh, what's your pleasure? Uh, let's do the one with 15. Sounds good. WrestleMania 32, okay. And, and also the human suplex machine, John Gross, has made it onto the chat box. So, John, welcome, of course, as well. Thank you very much. Uh, and... Let's see, I think, G, I think J.D. had to step away from now. He's not doing what I think he's doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, J.D., have you returned? I'll be right back in one sec, too. Okay, all right, GTS. Yeah. You know, I've been waiting for both members of King Eyes to return. Uh, like I said, just a side note here, folks. Uh, of course, tomorrow night, I mean, tomorrow tomorrow will be, of course, a, another double dose of the WWS Radio Network as, of course, in addition to, of course, Power Hour at 4 o'clock. <clears throat> uh, uh, right here, of course, giving a review of all of our shows over the past week. We will also, of course... Uh, at, at 8 o'clock, of course, the NWO Madness Kingdom, of course, King and WO, the Iceman, and the Black Widow will be bringing you WWS Attitude Radio, as, of course, as they talk about the NXT show coming on tomorrow night. Uh, of course, kind of interesting, of course, seeing that was the announcement that JD made just a while ago that could be Nakamura's last match in NXT. Um, so there'll be a whole, a whole lot to talk about. Of but course, it always but, pays to be rude. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it will be a big-time talk on Attitude Radio tomorrow night at, um, we did say 8 o'clock. DTS is I'm going to do live play-by-play like I did last time. Excellent. And call ID 138-982-POUND. So check them out on the Attitude Radio. GTS, I meant to ask you, while I wait for JD to return, uh, would it be, um, now, I, I, would it be, uh, I was saying about this here earlier, uh, how would you like it, uh, to make, to make this, you know, make this, uh, I mean, this could be a great show, of course, tomorrow night with Attitude Radio, of course, GTS, but at the helm, of course, as always, bringing the big time wrestling discussion here, folks. But how about a little how about a little flair for the gold as they used to say during the back of the day there? But how about a little live video feed for Attitude Radio? Uh sure. I'm back. Okay. All right. Well then I'll then I'll, <clears throat> all I will do is I'll provide the video. I won't I won't pop on because y'all only handle the show tremendously. But I will provide a live video. Um that way you'll be able to have the uh so that way they'll be able to watch and listen to the show. Alrighty. Okay, and B, I'll do it on the Attitude Radio page. So it makes okay. It more. Okay. All right. Okay, there you go. All right. And J D Yep, I'm back. Okay. All right, J D, the topic is WrestleMania thirty two, the one we had last year. All right. Okay, it'll be 15 questions. 
average score for this is, is 11 out of 15. So I think our guys right here could do it 10 times better. Yes. Um, there you go. And John says he's saying hi to everyone on the chat box. And he's watching the Hall of Fame as well. Okay. I figured he and would John, be. Yeah. Oh yes. And John, please by all means you can take part in this as well if you want if you want to play along. So, all right, here we go. Here, gentlemen. <clears throat> Question number one on the pre-show for the WWE for, for WWE's WrestleMania 32, Ryback challenged Kalisto for the WWE United States Championship. What was the outcome of the match? Was it A, the match was a double DQ for using an exposed turnbuckle, B, Ryback won by pinfall, C, Kalisto won by pinfall, or D, the match was a double countout? Gerard. Pass. J.D.? That one was Kalisto defeated Ryback. Kalisto won by pinfall, okay. And, And John also says the same, Kalisto won by pinfall, okay. Question number two, on the pre-show for WrestleMania 32, the team known as Total Divas faced a team of known as Bad and Blonde. Who scored the victory for their team? Was it Eva Marie, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, or Emma? Gerard. Brie Bella. Brie Bella. J.D.? Brie. Brie. And John? And John also says, boo No, he says three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Question number three. On another pre-show for WrestleMania 32, the Usos faced the Dudley Boys in a tag team match. Who scored the victory for their team? Was it Jay Uso, Bubba Ray, Jimmy Uso, or Devon? Gerard. Uh, I can't remember. I'll pass. Okay. J.D.? Jay Uso. Jay Uso. Okay. And John? John also says Jay, so we'll say Jay Uso. Okay. Question number four. Who won the ladder match for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 32? Was it Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, Kevin Owens, or Sami Zayn? Gerard. Zack Ryder. JD? Long Island, I see. Okay. Uh, Okay, and John also says Zack, so we'll say Zack. Okay. Question number five, one-fifth of the way through right here, guys. What was the outcome of the match between Jericho and AJ Styles at WrestleMania 32? Was it Jericho won by submission, AJ won by DQ, AJ won by pinfall, or Jericho won by pinfall? Gerard. Jericho won by pinfall. Okay. JD. Jericho won by pinfall. Okay. And John also says the same thing. All right. Question number six <clears throat> at WrestleMania 32. The League of Nations defeated the New Day in a tag team match. Who scored the victory for the League of Nations team? Was it Del I'll be Rio? right back. Okay, George. Was it Del Rio, Rusev, Sheamus, or Wade Barrett? J.D., I'll go and ask you first. I'll wait for George. It was uh, Wade Barrett. White Barrett, okay. And John?
John says Del Rio. Okay, and let's wait for Gerard on this here, folks, while we... Uh, We have a tie here. We need the break. Um, <clears throat> just so I'll repeat the question here again. At WrestleMania 32 last year, the League of Nations defeated the New Day in a tag match. Who scored the victory for the League of Nations? Choices were, of course, Alberto Del Rio, Rusev, Sheamus, or Wade Barrett. JD has said Wade Barrett, while John says Del Rio. And uh, we'll wait for GTS to return. And... <laughs> okay, GTS. We have need you to break a tie here, but uh, here's let me let me ask the question again for you. At WrestleMania 32, the League of Nations defeating the New Day in a tag match. Who scored the victory for the League of Nations team? Del Rio, Rusev, Sheamus, or Wade Barrett? Uh, JD has said Wade Barrett, but John has said Del Rio. Do you agree with one of these two? Geez, I thought this would have been easy being last year, but I can't remember a damn thing. Um, uh, 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 I'm thinking... I'm going to say Del Rio. You're going to go over, okay, okay, we'll go on with John and say Del Rio, okay? All right, question number seven. <clears throat> Some of these might be getting a little bit easier here, guys, so, but trust me, we got plenty more, I got plenty more to ask here. <laughs> After the match between the League of Nations and the New Day, Wade Barrett from the League of Nations team grabbed the microphone and started to talk. Barrett challenged any trio of wrestlers to a match. Three legendary wrestlers came to the ring to accept the challenge. Which one of the following four was not one of these three wrestlers? Was it Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Cactus Jack, or Stone Cold? Gerard. Ric Flair. I'll be right back in one sec. Okay. Yes, sir. Gerard says Ric Flair. J.D. Ric Flair. And John? Have my own YouTube page tonight. By the way, a very a new statue of Ric Flair was was uh, introduced at WrestleMania Access. That was a beautiful statue. Yes, it was. It was very nice. Yes, and of course with legends that he had faced over time, uh, of course including Triple H himself, but of course guys like Shawn Michaels, uh, Sting, Ricky Steamboat, Arn Anderson. The Legend of Rock and Roll Express will be put in the Hall of Fame tonight. Um, and, of course, his family. You cannot ask for a better group of folks to back up the nature of war like that. Indeed, indeed. But, of course, as I told the folks earlier to J.D. before we came on the air, we were talking about this video, and I must say that the robe was the ultimate symbol of flair, in my personal opinion. Yes, it was. They captured, they captured that big time on that statue was of that road. Big time. Yes. I would definitely agree with that. Yes, indeed. But it would have been nice for him to have the old world title belt around his waist there, too, with it. But hey, but that's okay. 
Yeah. The long hair, too, really got to me, too. Because we all remember that was a signature look for him back in the day. And that was great. That was great that they did that. Excellent. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> and, of course, of course, we got 8 through 15 left here, ladies and gentlemen, of our questions on WrestleMania 32. And you just had to step away for a second. He'll be right back. <clears throat> and uh, we'll... Uh, Uh, huh. <laughs> you sick. <laughs> oh, Lord, how pussy. You, you would have to go there, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to send me the other thing, but no, no. I'll find that one. Don't worry. No, 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 no. Don't jinx it, man. Come on. You can do it after the show. You can do it. Don't say that right now. Yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, I am glad to report that people are still in working in fine tip top shape. There you go. Um, like I said, we will wait. Where we step away for just a brief moment. We'll be returning here momentarily. <clears throat> As we continue on, like I said, episode three hundred and twelve. Hard to believe already, ladies and gentlemen. Three hundred twelve episodes of Revolution. And and of course, like. Our, of course, our good friend JD here did. I hope he went back and was able to check out a lot of our older episodes as oh, well. Yeah. Um, you, first of all, let's, 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 ask, let's ask this man about, about what he thought, uh, what he remembered here about episode number 29, as we reminisce right here on board a little bit. Uh, JD, episode 29, July 31st, 2015, the night we paid. Yeah, the night we paid tribute, it was a very emotional night, no question about it. We all, uh, like I said, many times over, I mean, that was one of the nights we can uh, say uh, that was just uh, one of those nights, however, that just captured our uh, attention, needless to say, however, it was very uh, moving, to say the least. Absolutely, and of course, this one right here was truly the, uh, this one was truly, like I said, the, uh, the night that the radio network folks really came together. Uh, oh Lord, there you go, there you go again. Uh, That's the one I was talking about. Oh, oh. There's, there's, I, I think there was pre, I think pre's there too. The one, uh, there's one oh, pre, however, in a red bikini. Oh, who gives a crap? They both look the same. Either. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Ay, 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 ay. Nice dance. Okay. <laughs> the volume on this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be motorboating here in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll all say, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, <clears throat> but of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that was a night the radio network crew really came came together. Of course, myself. Lord, Michelle, uh, JD, and of course, Rhonda, Jeff, and JML. All of us really came really came in as one time, uh, one big time unit here. Because I think it was one of the very rare occasions and all that that we, that we had to get, to get together. Um, of course, we don't, we don't hear a whole lot of our other folks on the shows right now due to other commitments with other things and all. 
So we love it. Of course, when they can, they'll pop on. And um, but of course, if they all have other things they have to do and you know, all, then that's then that that's the thing. I mean, we can't we we can uh, we can't help it. If, you know, we all have different things we have to do, different commitments and stuff like that. But uh, but we're glad, like you said, that you know that we all got a chance to share a moment. And hopefully we'll get a chance to get all these folks back on here at some point down the road, and we'll uh, we'll do some more talking about some rest moments and all that stuff, and share some stories because um, that's what we're here to do. And and we're trying to go strong here each and every each and every night, each and every day and night we do all these shows, regardless if we're talking about uh, anything in the news or anything in the history or uh, results about a raw or smackdown five. I mean that's 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 what we're here to do. Uh, GTS, have you returned, sir? Yeah, I'm back. You're back. Okay. All right, we're just doing a little reminiscing there, but so we're just killing some time here. All right, we're up to question number eight, and the question is about WrestleMania 32. At, at WrestleMania 32, of course, speaking of which, number eight. Dean Ambrose faced Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred street fight match. During the match, which move did Brock Lesnar apply on Dean Ambrose ten times? Was it a belly-to-belly suplex, a German suplex, an F5, or a Kimura lock? Gerard. German suplex. J.D. The Kimura. John? Isn't Kamara the one wherever he you break your arm? Yes. He's done that a few times, actually, in the ring. Oh, my Lord. Now we got a three-way tie. John, uh, Gerard says German. J.D. says Kamara Lock. And John says an F5. Uh, ooh. Well, let's see here. Uh, Gerard, are you satisfied with your answer, sir? Uh, JD, are you satisfied with your answer? I'm satisfied with mine, yep. Okay, John, are you satisfied with yours? Oh. Oh, wait a minute. We've got a... Okay, huh. something has happened, apparently. We lost your word. Uh... uh his phone? I don't think. I'm going to determine what's going on here. Uh, um, unless, uh, apparently, Jim, we lost contact with uh, King W.O. Dwarf T. Smith. He did give us an answer on this question, but uh, uh, all they like we can do. We're trying to determine what's going. We're trying to determine what's happened. As we go to the second hour here of Revolution here for uh, Friday, March thirty first, two thousand seventeen. And as soon as I hopefully we can find out something about this. 
okay, JD and John seem to, but in the meantime, uh, I don't like to really um, go forward without trying to find out what's going on. So let's 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 wait for a couple minutes. Let me take care of this while we're hopefully we can just we can find out an answer. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode three hundred and twelve of WWS Revolution, the Mothership Broadcast. Uh, this is Friday, March thirty first, two thousand and seventeen. Once again, I am Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Uh, right now, we have the Iceman JD Garrett Geronimo here alongside me uh, from Raw Radio, of course, two thousand fifteen and seventeen Hall of Famer. Also on the chat box, we have the human suplex machine, John Gross, the first 2016 Hall of Famer, and also part of the Raw Radio team. Uh, of course, our live, our live video coming on tonight from the WWS NXT NG Video Vault, which you can catch at facebook.com forward slash group forward slash WWS NXT NG United. Uh, we've had some responses from uh, the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach, as well as as well as uh, John Gross, uh, <clears throat> saying hello there as well. Um, but, like, but right now, Legion, we have seemed to have lost. Trying to figure out what's going on, we've lost contact with Key and W.O. Uh, we're in the middle, of course, of a trivia volley on WrestleMania 32, which happened last year, uh, and we don't want to really continue this set of questions without the man himself. Um, let's see. Uh, and while we wait on that, um, while, we, while we wait, of course, on uh, on GTS to, to hopefully we'll be able to uh, what's what's happened for me. If he may, his phone may have died or... Uh, Someone may have died, or like I said, something else may have happened. I'm not, I'm not sure. Sh- we're not. I'm not sure uh, fully on what has happened. Um, but um, in the meantime, here while we determine, uh, I can also like to talk talk for a little bit about uh, about WrestleMania. Of course, like I said, this Sunday, uh, big time matchups here. Thirteen uh, right now here, folks. To uh, right, right here to talk about here, um, and it's going to be like I said. Uh, yeah, there you go. This is this. Um, well, I think we will go ahead and do while we wait. To, while I wait to get some sort of answers, I'm keen to go and all, and hopefully we might our trivia thing. Uh, let me see. Yes. Uh, I think you, you wanted to give your... You wanted to give your prediction. Yeah. So, okay, so while we wait to hear from GTS, uh, which I hope, like I said, we do, we do get to hear from them. Uh, um, there's like what has happened. So hopefully we'll find out here momentarily. Meantime, um, let me let me go ahead and make my uh, 
go ahead and make my paper right here so that way I can, uh, and like I said, whoa, easy on the breathing here, bud. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, we'll do this, like I said, they don't have any matches in any particular order, so there's no telling about which match will happen first or what happened last or what have you. Uh, but, uh, but, of course, uh, I'm just to, uh, I will use this, of course, when we do our prediction show on Sunday. Uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stand by, stand by, wait a minute. I do believe we have him back on. GTS, are you there? I'm back, fucker. Yeah, we were, one, we, we, we were, uh, we were, uh, what had happened? Uh, did phone die or something out there, bud? Yeah, lost the call, but I'm back. You're back, okay. All right, we'll, we'll do that here momentarily here then, guys. Anyway, let's get back to this question. I think we were in the middle of, I think we, uh, Gerard, you, JD, and John each had a different answer. Um, and um, what I was asking, Gerard, was that are you, were you satisfied with what you told us, the answer that you gave for this question? Yes. Okay. JD and John said they were as well. We had three different answers here. Um, let's see. Um, let's do one through ten here. Uh, Gerard, a number, please, sir. Seven. Seven. J.D.? Five. Five. And John says, Roman Reigns, what? <laughs> yeah. Boo! That's right. <laughs> there you go. And John says, two. Uh, believe it or not, Gerard, you did again, my friend. Actually, it was eight, but you're, you're close enough to it. So we'll go along with Gerard. I can just the booze that Roman's going to get tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's no question. I agree with that. I agree. Question number nine here, guys. Who won the no-holds-barred street fight match between Brock and Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 32? Was it Dean Ambrose? Uh, B, the match was stopped due to blood loss. C, the match was a draw. Or D, Brock Lesnar. Gerard. Brock Lesnar. Biggie. And John? John says Brock. Okay. Number question number ten at WrestleMania thirty two. The Divas Championship was replaced by a new WWE women's championship. Who won the match to become the new WWE women's champion? Was it Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, or Lita? Your heart. Woo! Charlotte. J.D.? Yeah, the little uh, arrogant snot Charlotte. Yep, and John also says Charlotte as well. Ooh, okay. That women's match is going to be big, guys. It's going to be pretty yep. big. Now, question number 11 at WrestleMania 32. Shane McMahon faced The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. What daring move did Shane McMahon attempt during this match? Was it A, electrocuting The Undertaker with a monitor, Ooh. B, giving The Undertaker's wife a kiss. What? <laughs> C, an elbow drop from the top of the cell. Or D, a pile driver from the top of the stage. 
Gerard. Oh shoot, we lost him again. I think he's, he might be having some phone difficulties. Uh, let me get JD yours and John's answers. We'll, we'll wait for Gerard to come back before we finish this, these questions. But listen, let me let's get yours and John's answers right now, at least for this question for right now. Um, if you need the question repeated, JD. JD. What? Sorry. Did you need me to repeat the question? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, question number 11 I was asking, like I said, Shane McMahon faced the Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. The elbow. Did the elbow drop from the top of the cell? Okay. All right, and John also says the same thing. Okay. Ooh. Well, like I said, while we continue to find out um, uh, about the uh, you to find out what what's happened to GTS. Uh, so we have we have somebody else popping on the line here. Uh, might be in the form of a wife. It could be. It could be a very interesting looking. Look. Interesting looking spider. Well, Jade, one thing about this spider is that. Uh, uh, a couple things here from what I have well, from what I have observed over over the last few shows we have done is that a you don't want to pick this one up because she might get mad. Yeah. Uh, but, but b I say just let her walk wherever she wants to walk. And uh, see, she's going to be out of luck come Sunday. Oh, oh okay. Uh, this thing first off, we're here's actually got two things written on the back of the spider, on the top and on the bottom of the spider. But the spider will allow me to, to, to lift it up enough to read the messages, of course. That's the only thing you want. Uh, the top thing, first off, says, uh, J.D., you're going to get yours, is on top. Second of all, it is, of course, like I said, I can't do it like the way you can. But I'm, on, I'm just going to... I'm just going to announce it. Uh, well, let me say three simple words to that. Just bring it. Whoa! Okay, okay. Huh? Somebody's got a lot of mouth tonight. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. How are you? And of course, this oh. is the Black Widow herself, the first lady of professional wrestling, the two, the first 2015 WWUS Hall of Famer, also part of the Attitude, the Attitude Duo of Attitude Radio, the Madness Kingdom from Wrestling Debate, plus also the host of TNA Med Event and WWUS Women's Revolution. This is, of course, the Black Widow herself, MLD, the lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds is back on here with us. And, of course, Michelle, as, 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 as of course, as we said, welcome to episode number 312 of Revolution. J.D., I got your number, buddy. Oh, I'm ready for you, Michelle. I just like I said just earlier, like the rock, bring it. I'm ready for the big battle on Sunday. But uh, the big thing, of course, I'm really excited about, of course, and Chad, I've been excited about it all night, even mentioned Gerard was, of course, the big news that JR has come back to the WWE. Good, he needed to. Well, they're doing some projects with him. Also, apparently, this will be Nakamura, and we could see Nakamura Tuesday night. Oh, 
Well, that would be good. They said this will be his last match coming up tomorrow night with Rude. So, uh, no pun intended on Mr. Rude in his glorious run of his NXT championship. However, but uh, Nakamura's had a glorious year in NXT. However, of course, it was a year ago he made his debut against Sammy, and now here it is a year later in a swan song against a very good opponent in Bobby Rude. Okie doke here, folks. While we wait for King and W.O. to return, uh, like I said, we'll pause on questions for a little bit. Um, I would like to get J.D. John's both uh, um, predictions here for WrestleMania 33. And, uh, J.D., basically what, the way we'll do it here, J.D. and John, is that we tell me who you think will win, win each match. Because there's a lot of matches here. Yes, thirteen. And did you? Uh, I'm sure you may have seen it, Michelle. Did you see the uh, Ric Flair unveiling of the statue? Yes, I did. It made me cry. Yeah, it was very cool. I did. It got me choked up even too. I thought it was pretty, pretty cool to say the least. And I actually posted that video in the vault as well. Which Michelle, that's where our live video feed is tonight. Is in the vault. Oh, my group, my favorite group. <laughs> Yes, one that you watch over for us, and we do greatly appreciate that. Yes, indeed. All right, let's go ahead and do that here. We'll run down here real, real fast. Uh, okay, John, yeah, I said, I said, uh, I, okay, so John, are you saying you want to do yours first? Let's, okay, John said he wants to see, he wants to finish seeing the Hall of Fame. So he wants to do, so John, J.D., let me let, let's let John do his first. Yeah, that's fine. I have no objection to that. I'm okay, cleaning up my right, phone anyway. Okay, John, we'll go first. You can go first. And all I'm going to do, John, is name the match. You come to Google each match. Okay. Number one, pre-show match here, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Who do you think will win the Battle Royal? And I'll tell y'all what he says along the way, too. So y'all will get a kick out of it. 13 matches. Get Giddy, 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 giddy. Um, did y'all know that, that now that you can get the WWE Network now through via a gift card? Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah. 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 You can do oh, like yeah. three months. It gives you three right. months. That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, it's still for $9.99. Yeah. How much is that again? $9.99. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John says wrong. Will win the battle royal. Who? Braun Strowman. Oh, and also, speaking of this, um, I think this is this is talking about here for the. Uh, let me see here. Let me let me look at this. Uh, okay, the battle royal. Yesterday, it was confirmed that NXT's Tian Bing, who was WWE's first Chinese recruit, was also confirmed for the battle royal. So interesting. Okay. All right, John, next question here. The, I mean, next question. Next match. <laughs> the Cruiserweight title match between Neville and Austin Aries. Who will pull the win off here is this? And John says he can see Strowman getting the most eliminations in that battle royal in one setting. Ooh. It won't surprise me on that. <sighs> Okay. Can I say one thing real quick? Why? Yeah, go ahead, please. 
Uh, Caleb got his new uniform tonight for states to finish out, and he's uh, pretty stoked because it's pretty close to uh, American Alphas. Nice. That's awesome. When's the state start? Tomorrow? Yes. Well, I mean, they've already started, but yeah. Okay. Well, good luck to him. John says that Aries will win the Cruiserweight title. Okay. Next matchup here we got listed here for the WWE title, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, John. Who will win this match? I know. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely know you know. (laughs) No, 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 no. John says that Bray will retain. Wrong, John. Wrong. 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 Okay. Next one here for the Universal title. Goldberg defends against Brock Lesnar, of course, with Paul Heyman in his corner. And, Michelle, by the way, when we mentioned Jim Ross a minute ago, this is the match that he is going to call at WrestleMania, is the Universal title. That's exciting. Because that man, no one can commentate like that man. Or, I mean, he's phenomenal. It's going to be a big fight feel, no doubt about it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and also, John has said that Brock will win the belt. There you go. Well, Number at least he's on one match. <laughs> Next one here. And this one's going to be interesting to see who he picks in this one. Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Roman! We'll win here. Uh, John actually has a complaint about Jim Ross doing the commentating the Goldberg Lesnar match. He said he should have done this match between No, and no, you need the Goldberg no. and Lesnar match. You've got to have Goldberg and Lesnar in the big fight feel. Sorry, John. Yeah. John says the Undertaker will win this match. Wrong. You'll take Taker. You, you, yeah, Undertaker and Roman. Yeah, that that's the next one. That's the, uh, yeah. All right, John, next okay. match up here. Yeah, the unsanctioned match, non-sanctioned match, whatever you want to call it. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. I can't wait to see who can do This is going to be something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, let's hope Rollins is well enough to compete. <clears throat> well, uh, apparently he got an update on uh, Rollins' health issue, and he says, however, he's feeling better, however, and uh, he, I guess, worked out a little bit today, so that's encouraging. So, John, you are saying... Amazon guys, I'm just he's he's putting he's putting something down. No, you're, you're... Nah, 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 nah. Uh, so John, you are saying okay, John is saying that Rollins will win. Well, he's smart old too, Matthew. John says he, but he says somebody Rollins has been battling a fever. But would it be enough to give him a victory? John says he thinks so. Okay, next match up here, the big time singles match here pitting uh, SmackDown Commissioner Shane McMahon versus the phenomenal AJ Styles. Your thoughts here, John? Have you seen those new Snicker commercials, however, with Enzo and Cass and Becky Lynch? Yeah, it's pretty cute. 
I thought it was good. I like the one where Bailey has a meltdown. I haven't seen that one. It's like, are you hugging, kidding me? I mean, I'll hug you. <laughs> yeah, she tears, she tears her, her uh, she tears this, this, this whole room up. Yeah, yeah, she, I, yeah, she, she, she has a major meltdown. Pretty good though. The one with Charlotte Miz, the one with Charlotte and Rick was pretty good too. I like that one. You know, my favorite one her her recently recent memory. Hmm. Hmm. and Cash for KFC. Yes. <laughs> how you How you doing? <laughs> you doing? Georgia Gold, Georgia Gold chicken. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Are you going to introduce me? Uh, hefty commercial. <clears throat> hefty, hefty, hefty. I'm going to have to pull that up right now. I love those commercials. I love those. With Cena in them, I love them. Uh, John says that AJ will beat Shane Man in this match. Mm. Okay. What? Yes, oh, what he said. Yeah. Next up here, the Fatal Four Way Elimination Match for the Raw Women's Title. Bailey defending against Charlotte, Sasha, and Nia Jax. All right, John. Let's hear. Let's see who you have to say about this. He's gonna say Nia. And you're absolutely right. He says Nia will pull the win off. Okay. Speaking with Sasha, did you see the DiGiorno commercials that she did? Pizza commercials. No. Yeah, she she said uh, it's a legit pizza and a legit boss. They played before every single wrestling clip I have. Every single wrestling clip I have been watching so far on YouTube, they show that. They show that commercial. Amazing. <laughs> Next up here, John, the match for the U.S. title: Chris Jericho defending against Kevin Owens. Your thoughts here, please. I hope he says. Uh, let's see. Let's see who he says. He's going to say Owens. And you're right. He says K O. Okay. Next up here. Let's see. Uh, the one that we've talked about over and over and over. The mixed tag team match pitting John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. John, your thoughts here? Thanks, Mark, John. This was one a lot of people were not actually looking forward to, to be honest with you. Well, I've heard a lot of people are actually looking forward to this match, but, you know, with the really? things I've heard, I don't know. John says Cena and Nikki will pull the win off. Of course. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> you can remove your good. lips from JD's ass now, John. Whoa! Okay, this is getting hot. The color, uh, hot under something, I guess. I don't know. Uh, next match here for the IC title: Dean Ambrose defending against Baron Corbin. Your thoughts here, John? Baron Corbin. John says Baron. John says Corbin. Uh. Excuse me, sorry. Nice. I like that. (laughs) It's the (laughs) Belgian now with Michelle. She'll show you how to do the Uh, deep start with Belgian. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You got that right. The triple threat threat ladder match for the Raw tag team titles, the club, 
defending against the team of Enzo and Big Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus. John, your thoughts here? I don't know what he's going to say. John, I'm coming to that one. That's the last one I got listed here, so I'm coming to that. John says the club will retain. What? He changed his, he changed his answer, J.D. What's that, Michelle? John changed his answer. On which one? The latter The Raw Pack team Interesting. He's saying that the club will retain it. And the last one here, which John did remind me about this one, but this is the last one that got listed here. The six-pack challenge for the SmackDown women's title. Alexa Bliss defending against Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, with James the Nerd Ellsworth. I will say that the dude looks like a goof. And Naomi. <laughs> I'm serious now. I've looked at him here. I know he called somebody a match now you're not too long ago. I saw that. That guy looks like a freaking goof. I swear he does. I hate to say it. I hate yeah, to say that. Anybody. He's what? I said you should see him in person like I did Tuesday night. Well, I've seen I've seen pictures of him on Facebook and all that in his personal life. I mean, he's got kids. I mean, I mean, I'm not I mean not dissing the man for it because he has kids, but I mean, but he looks like a. <laughs> and for the last match here. John picks Alexa to retain her belt. John, uh, you, are, you need your head examined, John. <laughs> yeah. That's well, good and, and also, while we're right here, let me run down this list right here. Too. I have a list of all the confirmed recipient participants for the Battle Royal right fast. I won't say when they were declared, when they declared. I'm just going to read who is on here now. Representing Raw, I have the Big Show... Braun Strowman, Goldust, R-Truth, Primo, Epico, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, Kendra Mahal, Sami Zayn, Sin Cara, Titus O'Neil, and Mark Henry. Representing wow. SmackDown, I have Mojo Raleigh, Apollo Crews. I have Mojo Raleigh, Apollo Crews, Kurt Hawkins, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Dolph Ziggler, Rhino, Heath Slater, Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, both Usos, both members of the Ascension, Kalisto, Aiden English, and Simon Gotch, and one NXT, because uh, I mentioned before, the first Chinese recruit in WWE, Tian Bing, who was declared yesterday. So, huh. That would be something that that young man pulled up, went off over all these guys. <laughs> well, there's 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 John's listings here, uh, folks. Oh, I'm waiting and, on JD. Oh, 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 guys. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, John. John's got a dumb question. Does anybody have a bet with him? Michelle, you can go first on this one before I take my swing. Michelle? Um, I'm going to bet him on the women's SmackDown title. On the last one here. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Um, I know, Michelle, we'll get your... We'll get your. Uh, we'll get. We'll I'll, get I'll your... think about my bet and say it's Sunday. Okay, okay, all right, John. Be uh, be listening to the prediction show Sunday. Uh, Michelle will have her. Michelle will have her bet. Uh, for you, 
Remember, for the SmackDown, and Jonta, he's going to listen in. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Okay, J.D., you're up now, bud. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to Yeah, okay, 13 matches here for WrestleMania 33. Yep. Okay, here we go here, guys. And John says, on that note, he said he'll talk to us later. So apparently he's pulling out. <laughs> that sounded bad. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, and after I get my predictions, I was going to ask you, Michelle, I mean, it's okay with you, Chad. I was going to ask her for her thoughts on TNA last night. Oh, yes. I will tell you. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. I'll stay up towards the end of the show here. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So, all right. John, thank you very much for popping on here tonight here, bud. And, uh, Oh, John says, send the bets to him. Ooh. Oh, gladly. <laughs> yeah, send, yeah, send, it, send it to him directly. Michelle, you're just you're on Facebook. Or, or better yet, Michelle, why don't you drive up to Front Royal and just do it that way? Find <laughs> 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 where he's at and go do it. There you go. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Scared to live in crap. Scared the pants on him. That would be <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay, here we go. Here, let's 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 see what JDs are. Let's see. What, and Michelle, let's see if you're a little bit surprised at what he has to say here. Okay. Uh. All right, John. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, here we go. Here. All right, JD. Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Your pick. Well, I've been talking about it all week, and I think <laughs> you will see. However, and I mentioned it last night on my video. However. It will be Braun Strowman. I think they've gone behind Strowman quite a bit uh, for quite a while now, and I think it only makes sense that Braun Strowman wins. If he does not win, however, don't be surprised if you see uh, an underdog like a Sami Zayn or possibly maybe uh, maybe even a um, Mojo uh, Raleigh win, but I think they're going to go with the big man here in this case. It will be Braun Strowman. Okay, all right, there you go. Next up, the Cruiserweight title match, Neville and Austin Aries. Your thoughts here? Great match, two great competitors, two of the best out there right now, two of my faves, heel and face side over the years. However, they've had great chem- they've up really good chemistry here. Why they're putting on the pre-show is just a major slap in the face, I feel. You've got to go seven, eight, ten minutes with these guys. I think a double's going to come through as much as I wanted to pick Neville, however, and I was torn on this one, however, i got to go with a double on this one. I think you're going to see a new champion come out of this. Okay, all right. All right. Next up here, WWE title match, Bray Wyatt defending against Randy Orton. This is going to be a very, very good match, I feel, with two good competitors, however, they've had really good chemistry. Uh, does Luke Harper and Eric Rowan show up here to be at Bray's side and help him retain, or do they go against Bray, however, and help Randy win, however? It's going to be interesting to see which one of the two, uh, let's just say, uh, members, however, is going to pick on which family member, however. But at the end of the night, however, it's going to be a pretty good war, but Randy somehow... Basically, what's the old saying that Stone Cold Steve Austin say? DTA, don't trust anybody. Well, guess what, Bray Wyatt, you're not going to be able to trust anybody in this one. I hate to say it though, because Randy one's going to walk out of the uh, Camping World Stadium, i.e., the Citrus Bowl, whatever you want to call it. Never, ever, 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 ever turn your back on the Viper. Exactly. Exactly right, Michelle. I agree. Yep. And that's why I think Randy's going to find a way to uh, get back uh, retribution here, and he will win here. All right. 
Next up here, uh, uh, J.D., the Universal title match. Goldberg defended against Brock Lesnar. They cannot cheat the fans here. We've been saying this for weeks now. It's going to be good to see JR call the action. You can go 10, 15 minutes with this, however. Unless Goldberg signs a new deal before Sunday and stay around a little longer, however, it's not going to be his night to uh, make it another win over Brock. However, Brock and Heyman this time got a plan, and they better be ready for it. However, otherwise, I know we're going to hear a lot of anger coming out of the spider's mouth later on next week, and it's not going to be pretty. So watch Brock Lesnar walk out of this. Brock has to win. Brock will win. Okay. Bartman? All right. Next up here. Uh, the uh, match here, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, J.D. This is going to close it out, however, and this is going to be interesting. Can the Taker close it out and go on top and bring his final chapter into the Hall of Fame, or do they really are going to write it and stuff Roman down our throat for the third time in three years down our gullet, however, and more times after that? This is going to be a good match. I mean, it's been really decently built up, but at the end of the night, however... I'm torn. I really am. But you know what? However, I'm going to say the Taker closes out his Hall of Fame career in style. He has to close it out here in style, depending on how he feels going into the match and throughout the match. Hopefully, he can keep up with Roman. I'm going to pull out the Taker to finish his career in style with the W. And Roman does uh, maybe, possibly afterward, uh, the cowardly heel uh, turn officially. But if not, however, maybe the next night, however, after... uh, Maybe uh, Taker comes out one last time, says thank you to the fans, and then does it right then and there. Because if not, how they could do like a like Shawn Michaels uh, Taker moment, like they've done before, and then the next night you can just go full blown right into the Roman heel turn, which I think would make sense. But you never know. I mean, they've, they've probably didn't been doing this all week, and how they're going to book this match. Next up here, the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the non-sanctioned match between Seth Rollins and Triple H. Oh, my favorite match of the card by far. And this is the war. of the, so This is like Hogan, Andre, Steamboat, Savage all in one match. However, I mean, you've got so much build-up for this. This has been fantastically built up. Samoa Joe's definitely going to play a part in this. You know that Finn Balor has to play a part in this unless they save him until Monday night. Uh, I think Seth's hungry. He He's trying to get some strength into him. However, he has to be 100% on Sunday. Granted, it's not going to be that way. But at the end of the night, however, he has to prove to everyone that after last year missing WrestleMania and what happened two years ago, he can keep riding that wave. Last year, it was a tough way to sit out and watch Triple H and Roman close out the show. This year, however, he's hungry. He's probably studied the tape since what happened last year, what Roman did in order to beat Hunter and seen Hunter's old footage in the past. So if he can play the game well and get the game off his uh, feet, however, it's going to be interesting. Again, this is going to be a very intense battle, no doubt about it. It's been a great build-up so far, but at the end of the night, it is going to be the man, the architect, who will have a genius plan and play the game brilliantly Mr. SFR, Seth F. and Rollins, shall we say. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Seth F. and Rollins. There you go. Thank you, Michelle. Yes. There you go. There you go. Next up here is, of course, the grudge match between Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. This has been good. I like the bell for these two, and it's been fun to watch. However, AJ cannot go 0-2 in WrestleMania's here. He evens it up this year. Shane can afford to take a loss this year. Last year, he lost the taker, and he probably got the respect of everyone. This year, however, does he want to go out there and put his body through hell again against a guy like AJ Styles, who right now is going to definitely show 
Shane, however, what it, I mean, these two should have a pretty good match, but at the end of the night, like I said, you cannot have AJ go 0-2. I think Shane can afford a setback in this year's Mania, so I'm taking AJ in this one. Taking AJ. Okay. All right. Uh, next up here, the Federal Fourway for the Raw Women's title, Bailey defending against Charlotte, Sasha, and Nia Jax. We don't want Charlotte to make it five times in a row. Everyone thinks this is Nia Jax's breakout moment. It could be the surprise wild card and all this, and that might be the case here. But Bailey's done okay as the women's champion, but has not done enough to impress me. I think you're seeing a Sasha heel turn coming up eventually, and with the matchup that is set for late April in San Jose, in Bailey's hometown, don't be surprised if you see them rehash their old NXT showdown here. So as of right now, I think Sasha will win the belt, and then you could see Bailey use the rematch at payback possibly. So I'm going with a Sasha heel turn in this one. The boss will get back what was once her property. Okay, all right. Next up here for the U.S. title, Jericho versus KO. Your thoughts here? Again, this should be an unsanctioned match like Rollins and Hunter. This is going to be a great buildup, and it's been fun to watch. Uh, Jericho, I mean, who knows where they're going to go after this. I think Owens, however, takes at least one step closer to gain back what was once his property. Could they have, and this is going to interest Michelle, and I'm sure you too, could we see down the road a KO-Brock Lesnar match at a SummerSlam or a big show? It's a very good possibility. But right now, I think KO Heller has to get back what was one, at least gets back at least one half of a belt that he uh, uh, is happy to say that he would have. So uh, where they go with Jericho after this, I don't know what they've got in the cards with him just yet. But I think KO Mania is going to make it two for two. KO will walk out of Orlando with the U.S. title. Okay, all right. The next tag match, Pitton Johnson and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. Ah, the least hyped match I'm excited for, but you know what, however, I'm tired of the reality star wannabe and his French poodle dog wife run their yap like they've been doing. It's been a great build-up, I will say that. It's been okay, but at the end of the night, however, it depends on how Nikki's feeling going into Sunday. Cena, I know, is pretty much ready to go. Nikki says they need some time off, so does Cena. Do they do this way? And it's going to be funny to hear, and hear Al Roker call the match, too. Um, hopefully it's not a real piss-poor match, to use the term loosely, but at the end of the night, however, I think it's going to be the fairy tale of fairy tales, however. I know Michelle's going to hate me saying those words, however, but it's true. The Miz and Maurice have, or the Miz and Maurice have really stirred the pot up quite a bit, and they've done pretty good in doing so. But at the end of the night, Cena and Nikki will have that Magic Kingdom moment, however, and yes, it'll be time to put down the reality star and his old French poodle dog wife on this night. Nina, Cena and Nikki will win this one. You okay. just keep telling yourself that. Come on, I mean, I mean, yes, he's done. I mean, I'm saying he's done great build up. They've done great build up with Cena and Nikki. I'm not saying anything bad about that. The build up has been great with this feud. But like I said, it's time to put the reality star and his little dog to rest. However, put her down. Nikki Bell's going to be ready, even though that neck might not be 100 percent ready to go, and if she can't finish it out, Cena will find a way to make. Miz, like he did, what was it, six years ago in Atlanta? He'll tap out again. He'll do it. Trust me. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I fight <laughs> <laughs> the IC title match, Pitt and Dean Ambrose defending against Baron Corbin, J.D. Dean's been not bad as champ so far, but he hasn't really faced a monster like Corbin. Corbin, I mean, we've talked to, I've talked about Corbin, and I've been one of Corbin's biggest cheerleaders since day one. I continue to be his supporter, and I will find it right now. I'm saying Corbin takes 
starts climbing up the ladder, however, and this is the first step here. He will walk out as the IC champion. You're, you're going along with Corbin as well. Okay. All right, next up here, uh, triple threat ladder match for the Raw Tag Team titles. The club defending against Enzo and Big Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus. This is going to be a good one. I mean, you're going to see some fairly major crazy spots in this one, however. But I think the club, however, know that Cesaro and Sheamus are really pissed off after what happened Monday. Sheamus especially getting that cut above his eye and having the stitches to prove it. Uh, I do see Enzo and Cass starting to break up the team pretty soon. I think they're going to do that down the road eventually, and that's coming. So as of right now, however, I think you're going to see Cesaro and Sheamus, however, the luck of the Leprechauns and the Swiss Superman will be flying high on this one. So you're going with Cesaro and Sheamus? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that's one we agree on. That's one of the few, that's one of the few things we, we've we've agreed on everything so far. Listen. Okay, and the final one here: the six-pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Belt. Alexa defends against Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, and Naomi. Uh, I don't know why they're putting Carmella in this. It does not make sense. I watched today something of her, and she's got these gold leopard shoes. She's going to be wearing at Mania. It makes me sick. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I figured you. Would see that team show. Um, I would love to see my girl Becky find a way to get back the property from Miss Harley Quinn herself. Uh, with Naomi returning, however, and being in her hometown, I would love to see her get back the title, and I think she does deserve to hold that belt once more. But I think right now they're going to kind of give it to Mickey, and I would not be surprised down the road you see Mickey, uh, like I said, taking on, of course, uh, Natty. Uh, Alexa, I'm sure, will use her rematch on Tuesday at SmackDown. Becky, of course, she's had some pretty good matches with her already, but uh, I could see a big program coming out between Mickey and Natty or Mickey and Naomi. That is going to be fun to watch if it goes that way. So I'm going to take Mickey in this one. This was a tough one for me because I was torn between Mickey and Naomi. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much, J.D. So as it stands right now, J.D. and John, our Raw Radio team has given us their predictions for, for, of course, WrestleMania 33. And I'll just, let's, let's run down those one more time. Yeah, I think Michelle has something she wants to talk about, and I'm going to set her loose on that. Uh, first off, the Battle Royal, J.D. and John both agree that Braun Strowman will win that. The Cruiserweight title both agree that uh, Austin, Austin Aries will win the Cruiserweight title. The WWE title, J.D. believes that Randy Orton will, will win the belt, while John believes that Bray Wyatt will retain the Universal title between Goldberg and Brock both feel that Brock will walk out of there with a Universal Championship. Uh, between Undertaker and Roman Reigns, both feel Undertaker will win. As for Rollins and Triple H, both feel that Seth Rollins will pull the win off here. Also, both feel that AJ Styles will get the win, on, win over Shane McMahon. Uh, the Raw Women's title, JD believes that Sasha Banks will walk out of there with the women's belt. But John believes that Nia Jax will walk out of there with the belt. The U.S. title belt, both J.D. and John agree that K.O. will walk out of their, uh, the US, the walk out of WrestleMania the new U.S. champion. The mixed tag match, both feel that John Cena and Nikki Bella will win that match. The IC title, both feel that Baron Corbin will win that match. The Raw tag team match, J.D. believes that Cesaro and Sheamus will get back the tag team titles, as John believes that the club will retain the tag team titles. And as for the SmackDown women's title match, 
JD believes that Mickey James will pull off the win here and win the belt, while John believes that Alexa Bliss will retain it. So uh, there you go. Here, um, there's there's a good uh, good predictions here so far here, guys. And uh, so no doubt here we're going to be looking forward. Of course, we'll read these off again, of course, on Sunday, uh, along with like I said, we'll get Michelle's and GTS's and myself. Uh, of course, for our predictions on uh, Sunday after during our WrestleMania 33 predictions. But also, too, don't forget, guys, and I want to say also, tomorrow night, however, just because it's April Fool's Day doesn't mean we're pulling pranks here. No, 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 no. you got the best uh, trio of the big three, however, of Gerard, Michelle, and myself with NXT TakeOver beginning at 8 o'clock. Okay, especially if there is a WCWS Attitude Radio course, that's starting at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. With also, ladies and gentlemen, and Michelle, you were not on when I made this announcement, but Gerard has agreed to us to do this. There will be a live video courtesy of the group tour on the Attitude Radio Facebook page during this broadcast. Attitude Radio will have, it will have its first video. So there you go. It's indeed. Uh, so we will have a great show tomorrow night uh, with Attitude Radio starting at 8 o'clock. Uh, thank you, uh, John and JD, for bringing us your predictions. And I think we'll read those off on Prediction Show on Sunday. In the meantime, uh, let's see. Uh, I think MLD has something she wishes to say. Uh, so let's go ahead and turn her loose, and uh, let's see what she has for us in another WSWS web. Widow's web. There. there you go. DNA show last night. Um. Here's my complaint, honestly. Um, you had Moose and Cody Rhodes for the Universal Champ. I mean, not Universal. Fuck. What's it called? Um, oh Tag my team god. Titles? Tag team titles or something like that? No. no the Grand Champion title. Okay. Um, Cody accidentally knocked out one of the refs. Oops. I mean, one of the people that were, you know analyzing the match. Oops, it happened. So they replaced him with somebody else. Um, I felt that Cody Rhodes, two out of three, was 100% better than Moose. And that title should have been rewarded. And I'm not saying that because I'm a huge Cody Rhodes fan. Well, I mean, I am. But I'm not saying it because of that. I'm saying that the two out of three matches excuse me, that he fought, he did a hell of a job. I mean, he was amazing. And, of course, Brandy got pissed off at him, and she cussed at him, and, and they did not bleep it, and she walked away. Um, I don't understand why you want to keep a title on Moose. I don't understand that. He He's not really that great of an in-ring performer in my eyes. He's a big dude. He can move. Yeah, sure, I give him credit for that. But, we all know, for the love of God, the, we all know how the Rhodes family is, how they operate, uh, you know, how the boys were trained. They had a great, amazing, phenomenal, beautiful, awesome father who, you know, everyone in this business absolutely adored. And you know those boys know their ass are in the hole in the ground when it comes to wrestling, just like their daddy did. So I was a little pissed that they awarded, re awarded that title back to Moose. I think Cody Rhodes should have won it. Um, 
you have so many new faces, and you, you got that Reno scum that I think is a joke, and then LAX is back. Yeah, that's great. I love it, but I really was pulling for Decay to win the titles, but LAX won the World Tag Team uh, titles there. Um, it, it's just a very different aura on that show because you don't have the miracle, Mike Bennett and Maria. You don't have um, Jade. You don't have, um, yeah, my brain just went dead. Um, but, you know, you got Braxton Sutter, and then you bring this new dude who was supposed to be a cousin of Sienna in there, and he's a pretty big dude. I give him credit. He's a big dude. But Braxton Sutter, you know, he's talented. He's very underrated, I think. <laughs> I think he was very underrated in ROH, and now they bring him here. And he's just continuously getting shit on, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of seeing the pure, actual ones that have talent get shit on. Um, You know, as far as the the women's, you know, they're going to have a number one contender match next week. Just see who faces Rosemary, blah, blah, blah. It should not be Brandy Rose. She is not ready. Um, it should not be ODB, for the love of God, how old is she now? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, she's a little rough around the edges still. Um, in my opinion, I don't honestly know nor remember right now who all is in it, but Rosemary's going to retain that title. I don't think anybody's going to take it off of her. Oh, the little girl that's in LAX, I can't think of her name because she's new. She was not in there before, um, is in it. And she's a little badass, man. I give her credit. She's pretty tough, but I don't think she can beat Rosemary. Um, I'm very disappointed in TNA. Um, Karen Jarrett, she can basically stick it where the sun don't shine. That's my opinion. Um, Josh Matthews, I think, is a hell of a commentator. And if she gets rid of him, I'm going to be super pissed. Um, I'm kind of getting to the point where I don't want to watch TNA anymore. I still do watch it because you know how I am. DNA guru, love it. But I find myself fast-forwarding to a lot of it because there's so many new people and stuff, and they're not impressing me. They're shit. And, you know, you got Suicide back. That's great. But you're going to shit on him. That's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to shit on him. Um, And and then you got Psychosis and... um, Oh, shit. The other one that was from ROH, can't think of his name. And, and you know, they're in LAX. They're, you know, they're going to get, you know, they're going to get the publicity that they need because of the fact that it's Conan running that group. That's the only reason why they're going to have a name on that show because Conan is their manager and the mouth of the group. And he's amazing. He's amazing on the mic. Um, uh, TNA, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I, I really miss the old TNA where you had the miracle and you had, um, you know, all all the ones that left because of this uh, takeover from the Jarrett family. And I have nothing against Jeff Jarrett. I happen to like Jeff Jarrett. Um, I think Jeff Jarrett's a pretty good wrestler. I think he's amazing. He's really, really good on the mic. But the, the steps and the procedures that he's taking to try to make TNA better is making it worse. He's really making it worse, a whole lot worse. And I think that they're going to have to pull a lot of ammo out of their ass between him and his wife 
to make that show anything. I, I mean, you, you can't even, like, attempt to beg and plead Mike and Maria back. It's not going to happen. They're not going to come back. Um, Jade, Jade's done. She's not going to come back. That's not going to happen. You're going to see James Storm, Bram, Eddie Kingston. They're going to be the next three to walk out the door. So I thought until last what? night. And then James Storm is challenging EC3 for a title for the number one contender match to fight Bobby Lashley for the title. Okay, so let's talk about that for a few minutes. For the love of God, James Storm has been around in TNA since pretty much freaking day one. Um, the first ever pay-per-view they did on TNA, James Storm was in it. And he kept asking EC3, where were you? Oh, yeah, in a fraternity, drinking beer. Oh, great. Um, you know, it was just on and on and on, back and forth. And I love the segment between them two. It was great. And you actually saw the real cowboy James Storm come back out in him, which makes me think and know that they're going to keep DCC split up and they're all going to go their separate ways. And I'm telling you, before the end of this year, just like I told Gerard and JD on um, Top Heel, um, that there is going to be a reformation of beer money before this year is over with. It is. NXT is, is is going to, I believe, Bobby Roode will retain his title Saturday. After that, I think it's going to go to shit for him in the handbasket. And there again, it's talent wasted. Sanity, you know, there's so many tag teams that need to come up the roster, and it's not happening. But TNA is, like, floating on rocks, like small pebbles right now in my eyes. And they need to step it up. If they don't, they're going to be shut down within the next couple months, I believe. And that's really going to break my heart. I love it. But as long as I can see the people on there that have the talent go somewhere decent and get, you know, the the headlines or whatever that they need to get, the matches that they need to get, I'll be okay with it. But I will not sit here and continue to watch Jeff Jarrett and his wife shit on this company. And that's basically what they're doing. And, and it's and it's disgusting to me. It really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, would, I would agree. Uh, Let me just ask Michelle something real quick, uh, Chad, if I could. You were talking about uh, Maria and Bennett, however, obviously uh, in uh, NXT, right? Mm-hmm. Do they show up tomorrow night at TakeOver? You know, I thought about that, too, and I think that they will. I think that they will make their presence known, and I would be curious to see who they're going to go after. I could see Bennett and Rude. That would be an interesting program. Uh, don't, 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 don't do that to me, J.D. That would be so hard for me to pick. <laughs> I know. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I'm playing Booker 101, but Maria would be a nice fit. I mean, you could have her go up against, like, Ember Moon and Nikki Cross and them. That would be kind of interesting. I'd like to see Maria take on Mandy Rose, actually. Oh, I, I know. Would... I cannot stand that snot. What, Mandy Rose? Hey, Mandy Rose has come a long way, J.D. She really has. Mm. I always had mixed I emotions think... about her when she was in on Total Divas or Raw. Uh, yeah, I just I was never high on her for some reason. Yeah, but you know what? You have to notice that ever since then, she's like, she's dropped the attitude. She's dropped the okay. I'm now. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah. And, like, some of her moves have been pretty impressive. I don't know who the hell's been training her, but some of her moves have been pretty impressive. Well, at least uh, she's not no worse than uh, Ava Marie. Ava Marie just, she might as well go back and go into well, acting. you know, I'm going to say something on that, too. You know what? I like Ava Marie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I do. 
I respect her for everything that she's doing. And, you know, she's taking care of all these people in the workout, and she's helping them lose weight. You know, she's dedicating it to that and all that. But WWE just, they, they couldn't find anything for her. Best thing for her to do is to go back to NXT, start over. Yeah. Don't have Brian Kendrick as your trainer. Obviously, you learn nothing from him, which that does not make any damn sense to me. Mm-hmm. Find somebody new. Find somebody else. But guess what? Make it a woman that where you can relate on the same page and you can become something. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, you brought up ODB earlier. Um, I actually was reading her Wikipedia page while you were talking, Michelle. Uh, some interesting tidbits. Uh, I would like to hear a few things. Yeah, I uh, mean, ODB is a, is a, is, you know, she was great. She's great, but, like, they just brought her back as, as, as sympathy or, you know, replacement in my eyes. And I don't think that's fair to her. Certainly. That's right. Right. Uh, I actually, like I said, I read some interesting things. First off, she was born... One month and two days before I was in the same huh. year. Yep. So she she is my age. She's thirty eight. Be thirty nine before me. So. Uh, she, in addition to being a wrestler, she was also been a referee, a bartender, and an actress. Of course, currently signed to Impact as ODB. She's a four time TNA Women's Knockout Champion and a TNA Knockouts Tag Team Champion. Um, yeah, five times. I've got to read some of her stuff. Got a lot to hear some of this. I, I got to read some of this. She was born in Nashville, believe it or not, but she currently resides in Minneapolis. She's gone by her. Her real name is Jessica Nora Cressa. Yeah, her real name. <clears throat> uh, she goes. Her she's been through. In addition to ODB, she's gone by Jessica Dalton, Jessica James, and Poison. Yeah. She is built at five foot six, weighed about one hundred and thirty pounds, and built from Minneapolis. And she was trained by Eddie Sharkey, who trained some of the and, boob, and boobs that are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. And she debuted in '01. <laughs> yeah, uh, in her early life here, y'all find something that's pretty interesting. Cressa had a athletic background in ice hockey, which, which her father encouraged her to pursue. She was the captain of the first girls' team at her high school and played at St. Cloud State University for two years. She began watching pro wrestling as a child and watching wrestlers such as the tag team, the Killer Bees. She originally yeah. desired to be on American Gladiators, believe it or not. She hired, yeah. a personal, she, she hired a personal trainer in anticipation of her wrestling training. Now, her early part of her career, guys, y'all, y'all get a kick out of this. She tried out for the first season of Tough Enough. Yeah. It was in the WWF. She made the top 25, but missed the final cut for the show. Back at home in Minnesota, she began training and soon wrestling in independent wrestling promotions in the Midwest, facing male wrestlers such as Ken Anderson, who we know as Mr. Kennedy, and Sean Devari, who we know as simply Devari from back during the Devari and Hassan days. Cressa received her first national exposure in early 2003 as ODB, wrestling Trinity in TNA. She returned yeah. to TNA in 2004 as Poison and was placed in a brief feud with Trinity. She appeared again in TNA during October 2004 and she defeated Tracy Brooks. 
She was also in Ohio Valley Wrestling from 06 to 07. She debuted on June 5th, 06. She debuted in OVW as done under the ring name ODB, but losing to Daisy May. Three days later, she lost to May in a rematch, beginning a feud between the two in the process. After losing to May in a tag team match on June 9th, ODB finally defeated her in a tag team match on June 16th. She then defeated her in a singles match on June 28th to culminate their feud. On July 12th of 06, ODB began declaring herself as the women's champion, even though OVW did not recognize a women's champion at the time. She repeatedly cut promo saying that she was the new women's champion, and OVW owner Danny Davis conceded and recognized the women's championship as an official title. ODB lost her title to Serena Deeb in a four-way match on September 13th of 06. In the spring of 07, ODB was the first ever Miss OVW crown with help from Victoria Crawford. After Deeb dropped the title to Katie Lee, ODB engaged in an ongoing feud with her, which led to a match between the two on June 1st of 07, where ODB regained her title and ended Katie Lee's reign. ODB lost her title for the second time when she dropped it to Melina Ruka, who I think that, that was Rosa Mendez, I think. Yeah. In a, yeah. In a six-way match on September 19, 2007. Now we get to the TNA part here, guys. Uh, Crescent was contacted by TNA to appear at their annual pay-per-view, Bound for Glory. She made her in-ring debut at the event, participating in a 10-knockout gauntlet match to crown the first-ever knockout champion. She was eliminated by Roxy Laveau, and the match was eventually won by Gail Kim. She was originally booked as a villain in the women's division, but her abilities and comical drunken antics created positive crowd reactions, resulting in a naturally naturally gradual fan-favorite push. On January 3rd, 08 episode of Impact, ODB won an eight-knockout gauntlet match to determine the rankings of the knockouts division in TNA. On January 17th, 08 episode of Impact, she defeated Angelina Love and then, awesome, and then challenged Awesome Kong to a title match against all odds. On January 24th episode of Impact, Kong attacked Gail Kim after Kim was named 2017 a knockout of the year, but was saved by ODB. Excuse me, against all odds, ODB was defeated by Kong. At Destination X, she lost a three-way match, which included Kim to Awesome Kong. At lockdown, ODB and Kim defeated Kong and Raisha Saeed. The following month at Sacrifice, ODB participated in the first ever Knockouts Makeover Battle Royal, which was also won by Gail Kim. In mid-08, ODB began feuding with the beautiful people, of course, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, and Cute Kip, who I think was Billy Gunn, I think, right? Yeah. Alongside Raka Khan and Rhino. On the October 30th episode of Impact, ODB joined AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, Consequences Creed, Petey Williams, Eric Young, and the Motor City Machine Guns to form a faction of younger superstars, a faction of younger wrestlers to oppose the main event mafia. Which I loved. Yes, indeed. Women's Knockout Champion 09 to 10. At Genesis, after scoring the pinfall in a six woman tag team match, it was announced that ODB would get a shot at the knockout title. This time, ODB feuded with the Contourage with the most results at, as wins. As against, at against all odds, she unsuccessfully challenged Austin Kong for the title. Next week on Impact, she cut a promo about letting one lucky guy spend the night with her. Ooh. And at Destination X, she chose <laughs> Cody Diener as her date. Yeah, I remember this. I do remember this. Yeah, I remember Subsequently, that. Diener, yeah, subsequently Diener became her manager. 
at lockdown, ODB won the Queen of the Cage match, which was contested in a steel cage. On August 16th at Hard Justice, ODB and Diener faced Angelina Love and Velvet Sky in a tag team match with Love's Knockouts Championship on the line. Diener pinned Sky, which led to ODB become the new Knockouts Champion. But the duo began arguing over who was the true champion. At no surrender, ODB defeated Diener to win the title. <laughs> After successfully defending her title against Awesome Kong and Tara, who of course was Victoria in WWE, she would face both of them in a three-way match at Bound for Glory, which ODB won. ODB turned heel on December 10th after attacking Terra in a backstage segment. On December 20th, 2009, at final resolution, ODB lost Knockout's title to Terra. On the December 31st special four-hour all-knockout edition of Impact, ODB won an eight-knockout tournament, defeating Tracy Brooks and Awesome Kong en route to the finals, where she defeated Hamada, who was also a very tough lady too, in my opinion, to earn herself mm-hmm. a shot with Knockout's title on the January 4th episode of Impact, where she defeated <laughs> Tara to regain the Knockout's title. Two weeks later at Genesis, ODB, ODB lost the title back to Tara in a two-out-of-three falls match. On June 4th, 2010, Cressa announced her on her Twitter account that she had parted ways with TNA. Now, her return to TNA, uh, she teamed with Jacqueline in 2011 on episode February 24th, 11 of the episode of Impact, ODB returned to TNA for one night, answering TNA knockout champion, knockout champion Madison Reigns open challenge and losing to her in the following match. She made her appearance in the May 19th episode of the newly rechristened Impact Wrestling by attacking Velvet Sky, claiming that she had gotten fired because of her. In storyline, ODB was not under contract with TNA and had to make her entrances in matches through the crowd with no entrance music. ODB and Sky faced each other in a singles match on the June 9th episode of Impact Wrestling with Sky emerging victorious. The following week, ODB called Sky and Miss Tessmacher their match for the TNA Knockouts Tag Team Championships and then beat Sky down with her new partner, Jacqueline. The following week, ODB and Jacqueline defeated Sky and Tessmacher in a tag team match. On the July 7th episode of Impact Wrestling, Sky defeated both ODB and Jacqueline in a two-on-one handicap match forcing both of them to leave TNA as per stipulation of the match. However, ODB, along with Jacqueline, returned to Impact Wrestling on July 21st, once again attacking Sky prior to her match with the Knockouts title with Mickey James. They would eventually be, attacking by, be attacked by the returning Tracy Brooks before being escorted out of the arena by police officers. On the August 18th episode of Impact Wrestling, ODB and Jacqueline changed their attitudes, abandoning their heelish antics in order to regain contracts with the promotion. After several weeks of working as fan favorites, ODB and Jacqueline were signed to contracts by the new head of the Knockouts division, Karen Jarrett, on the September 1st episode of Impact. ODB, ODB returned on, on the November 17th episode of Impact Wrestling, oh, that's awesome. taking part in a gauntlet match, which was won by Mickey James. And, of course, between 2011 and 14, she had an alliance Lines with Eric Young. That's a long one. I'll read that one here a little bit later. We'll not do a profile on ODB at some point. But let's talk about here her Ring of Honor stint. Hmm. On January 3rd, 2015, ODB debuted for Ring of Honor, saving the Briscoe brothers from the attack of the Kingdom, Michael Bennett, Matt Tavin, and Maria Kanellis. At the January 24th tapings, the Kingdom defeated ODB and the Briscoes after Bennett and Tavin attacked ODB, allowing Maria to pin her. On March 1st of the ROH 13th anniversary show pay-per-view, 
ODB gained a measure of revenge by defeating Canellis in a singles match. <laughs> Her second return to Team A between last year and this year. On December 15, 2016, episode of Impact Wrestling dubbed Total Nonstop Deletion. ODB made a one-night appearance to Team A to answer Sienna's number one contender challenge with Team A's knockouts title in a losing effort. After the match was over, broken Matt Hardy's drone, Vanguard won, received a motorboat from ODB. Oh, geez. <laughs> On March 2nd, March 2nd, 2017, during the tapings of the episode of Impact Wrestling, ODB returned to PNA, defeating Laurel Van Ness. Now, her personal life, I mentioned this earlier. Aside from being a wrestler, Presso worked as a bartender at the Courtside Bar and Grill in Anoka, Minnesota. Hmm. And other things she has done, and I'll just read this right fast, and then I'll, uh, we'll, we'll stop it for right, right there. 2011, Cressa starred alongside fellow wrestlers Kurt Angle, James Storm, Matt Morgan, Terry Guerin, and Sid Udi, who I think wow. is Psycho oh, Sid, and the horror movie Death from Above. She also appeared on the June 23, 2013 episode of the Animal Planet show Off the Hook Extreme Catches, which was hosted by TNA superstar Eric Young. Hmm. Uh-huh. In 2014, Cressa appeared on an episode of My Family Recipe Rocks, hosted by Joey Fatone. I guess that's one of those guys from NSYNC, I think. Uh, yes. On, on an episode called Campfire Cooking with professional wrestler Jesse Cressa, she said, shared her recipes for ODB <clears throat> Bloody Marys, One Dirty Bean Dip, Walking Tacos, and Campfire Cones. <laughs> Holy cow! And that's uh, that's that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much uh, um, a nutshell in terms of about ODB. Uh, but some of that I found pretty interesting. Uh, anything I wanted to add about that? while well, I just read. Um, I do. I think that ODB was. Uh... <clears throat> It, it, it's phenomenal. She's, you know, she's a really good wrestler. She said that, you know, you know, drunken, you know, attitude, whatever. <clears throat> but it's a big crowd pleaser. You know, she's over with the fans that way. I think that the reason there again that she left TNA was because she was being shit on. You, you know, they did nothing with her, and you know, right. it happens. It is what it is. But she's back. So is Brooke. Tessmacher, so is Matt Morgan. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, Matt Morgan has not debuted yet, but I think he's supposed to next week be back. Um, but I like ODB. I mean, I think that she has that badass mentality. She's a bitch. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's like the like me. That's That would be me as a wrestler, you know. I mean, not like drunken bar fit, but, you know. And another thing is, is that she's not a little woman and she wears them shorts up to her bootay. She has balls doing that shit. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, my goodness. There's a picture I've got to share with tell you all right fast here, guys. It was taken by, I think he's a wrestler, Chase Stevens. Yeah, I heard about him. Uh, uh-huh. Most of the picture, he was at a bar in Orlando about an hour ago. He's with his with his family, um, um, and it says, uh, believe it or not, uh, uh, 
sitting there and I see I see uh, someone very familiar, other familiar in this picture, and you ain't going to believe when I tell you who this is. It says they're not often these days that he gets to drink with Earl Hebner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. That's right. The same referee right there. Yes, sir. She, she's definitely the female Stone Cold Steve Austin, no doubt about when she yeah. has some cold ones with Hebner. I'll tell you what, though. Sorry. I no, 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 This was something different than one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, just to tell you guys, I'm watching some of the clips from the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, you have some. There's. It, I watched the Rock and Roll brief. Little snippet of the Rock and Roll Express speech, very very emotional. Uh, Rick Root's son speech, fantastic. And uh, Tony Chimmel showed up during the uh, Beth Phoenix thing, however, and as she was paying tribute to Edge and everything, I'm watching it now. But uh, there's some good ones that you'll like watching the clips. Believe me, there's some good ones that came out tonight at the Hall of Fame. It was definitely Hollywood's biggest night, however, and it definitely shined brightly tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir, JD, for that. Uh, <clears throat> one before we go here, guys. I know it's a little bit late. Uh, Michelle, we're going to. Start, I think I'm going to start making this a tradition here. That whoever is on the show here with me here each and every night before we close it out, I am bringing back, bringing back an opportunity for each of us to do a fantasy matchup. So we did some last night, and we needed to do a whole lot, but. So what I'm going to do is, like I said, you, Michelle, and you, J.D., and myself, we're going to do two apiece. We're going to do both at the same time and get them out of the way before we close out tonight. Uh, let's uh, – let me go ahead. I'll go ahead and knock mine out first, and then, Michelle, I'll go you go after me, and then, J.D., you can go after that. So, okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. And like I said, sky's the limit, as we always say here, guys. Uh, we're going to put, and I kind of thought about this, and I did this the other night, and JD got flipped over this. We're, I'm going to put a, a two WrestleMania matches against one another, but it's going to be in the form of a tag team match. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and here's and here's what we're and here's how we are going to do that. Uh, we are going to pit. Let me see. Give me just give me just a second here. No 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 sorry about that. I have to do that too. We're we're working together. Oops. Uh huh. Oh. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, I got it right here. Okay. Let's try this. I did this last night. We're gonna try. We're gonna try this. We're gonna try this method here again. Um, let's put Hulk Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter teaming up with each other. Of course, they were the main event of WrestleMania 7. Yep. Against one that we talked about in the infamous list of all the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, and about two or three of them, Undertaker and Triple H. Oh, that's a good one. That's Michelle, your take here on this Hogan and Slaughter versus Taker and Triple H. You're grounded, Chad. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in my room anyway, so I'm, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> um, damn. I, I'm going to say Taker and Triple H. <clears throat> yeah. J.D., your Taker. 
I would say the same thing, yeah, no doubt. You know, I this is this is tough to see. Uh but I see Slaughter costing them costing him and Hogan the match. I gotta say the same thing. I gotta say Taker and Triple H. By spitting on him? By 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 knocking him out with the Iraqi flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. So, you know, I know he made up for it later, but like I said, I mean, uh, uh, that, that's why I was going by. Okay, and here's the, and here's my other one here. Uh, this might be kind of off the wall here, but of course, it, it, this this might be interesting. I don't know, but I'm gonna give this one a shot. Bobby Lashley mm. versus Buff Bagwell. Check all your thoughts. Um, the juggernaut of TNA, Bobby Lashley. JD Lashley. And believe it or not, as much as I'm a big mark for Buff, I also got to say that too. But I will also add here that after Lashley wins, he gets the rights to Buff's music. Yes. Plus, <laughs> I'm the stuff and the girls just can't get enough. <laughs> I got a great match you're going to absolutely go crazy for. All right, uh, Michelle, you're up next with your two. Please go ahead. Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh,. Um, I'm gonna say Dolph Ziggler and the Heartbreak Kid. Oh, good one, good one. Nice one here. Uh, oh boy. Uh, this would be very good. Uh, this actually would last about maybe a good twenty twenty five minutes. Um, you guys, you gotta have multiple pinfalls in this. I gotta say Dolph. I'm saying Dolph, too. It's Dolphin who again? HBK. I'm going to say Sean. You can't go wrong against Sean. <laughs> okay. Mm, okay. Um, okay, Michelle, your second match. I'm going to do one especially for J.D. Woo! All right. I'm happy for the night. Not so much, but, you know, just to be spiteful. <laughs> um, I'm going to say The Miz. Taking on, uh, <clears throat> let me see, I'm trying to think. Um, <clears throat> damn, sorry. Um, uh, uh, Apollo Cruz. Whoa. Hmm. This is gonna be very interesting here. Uh, I gotta say Apollo. Miz. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with Apollo too. Nope, Miz. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Okay, JD. Uh, spotlight's on you now, buddy. Uh, and and with MLD here present, buddy, you better make sure it's a darn good one. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, this, it's this, this, be this, 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 the, this first one's going to be a good one. You're going to like this first one I came up with. It's going to be a ladder match. 
and we're going to have Edge take on the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Whoa! Uh, Well, one of the guys who were involved in the very first ladder match against the guy who, of course, along with five other men, perfected the TLC match. Let's see. Yes. Oh, man. I can't... Both are great. We're both are now in the Hall of Fame, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, great contest here. I've got to give it to the bad guy. Yeah, me too. I yeah. say Edge. Oh. Edge is the expert of ladder matches. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. Like I said, the TLC thing, and of course, along with you know, him, you know, him, along with Christian and the Hardys and the Dudleys, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. I would agree. J.D., your last one before we call it an evening. Okay. We'll do... Come on, whip. J.D., give me payback. Come on, J.D. Okay. You're going to like this one, then. We'll do a little variation of a six-person woman's match. Oh. All right, team number one. It will have Nikki, Trish, and Lita Whoa. versus Maurice, Moolah, and Charlotte. Holy cow. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to payback, didn't I? <laughs> All right, Joe D, let's hear your answer here, buddy. You made the match. I got your Team Nikki, Trish, and Lita. Michelle, what do you think? Miz, I mean Miz, Maurice, Moolah, and Charlotte. And with the exception of one, I'll be going, boom. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord, I'm torn. I am torn. Sorry, Michelle. I gotta. I gotta use your card. I'm saying draw. <laughs> I can't decide. They're all women, man. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't. Oh, See, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Trish. I, I like Lita, but I, I don't know. Right. Right. I got you. I understand. I understand. Well, on that note here, folks, I'd like to thank <clears throat> thank everyone, of course, for joining us here tonight for episode 312 of the Military Broadcast, WWS Revolution. Uh, let's see if J.D. has anything they wish to add before we call it an evening. No, but uh, definitely have a good night, everyone. I'm staying on until we close off anyway, but we will definitely be back tomorrow, however, which should be a very exciting Saturday night, however, Saturday Night Live, however, the big three, and then Sunday, of course, the big exciting day of them all. And then, of course, Monday, we'll recap both NXT and Mania. So it's going to be quite a busy next three days, if you will. Absolutely. And, of course, don't forget tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock, WWS Power Hour as well. We'll recap all the shows of the radio network here, plus also add – uh, Saturday's wrestling history, as well as, of course, the latest updates on all the shows we've done here this week on Talk Show. So don't forget that as well. I have a lot, on that note, uh, Michelle, anything you wish to add, my dear? 
Yes, I, I want to thank uh, Hunter and Stephanie for doing such a beautiful ceremony and statue for the one and only Ric Flair, one of the best of all time. Um, okay. It was very heart-touching. It was a great ceremony, and it was well-deserved. So to Ric Flair and his family, kudos. Um, and I you know, personally want to say thank you to Ric Flair for everything, and I mean everything, start till now, and I know he's going to continue. Everything he has done for this business, he is an amazing, amazing person. I cannot agree more with that sentiment. Uh, you're absolutely right on that, of course. And like I said, I mean, he, he's a if there was a Malvar how are he would him? I'm, if, well, let me ask. Well, let me ask you guys just real quick, Howard, since we're still going over a little. If there was a first four and a second four, okay, as far as Mount Rushmore, your first four that you would list, how? And then if there was a second choice of the first four, who would you put on that? Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. I see what it is. So they, they've done this before. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a very good question. Yeah. Very good question. You have so many greats. But in my personal opinion, for, excuse me. You. Oh, boy, that caught me good time. Mm. Uh, God bless. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, boy, when I catch him, I catch him. Anyway, I will have to say my first one, I would have to base it, all, both of them on time periods, basically, yeah. if you want to say it that way. And if I did that, the first one I would put in my book would be would be Flair. Yeah. The second one I would do, second one I would do would possibly be Hogan. Mm-hmm. The third would obviously be you got to do us like the, what they call the new generation of the WF or the Attitude Era, so whatever you want to call it. Uh, I would have to say from that one, I would have to say The Undertaker. Huh. Yes. And from the modern day, like we're today, I would have to say that I'm going to go out on a huge, huge limb here. But we've got so many great young talent out there now today. There's no doubt about that. The heel or face, they all are great talents. I have got to say, real big limit. I'm going to say Kevin Owens. So that's my first stack. Okay. My, my second stack, second stack, oh, Lord. <laughs> My my first one would be on on there would be would be Sting. Yeah. My second one would be uh um uh, oh gosh um <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna really go out on the limb here uh and say. Even though I know that he was big during the Attitude Era, he was also big in his early days as a tag team. My second one would obviously be Bret Hart. My third one, and like I said, I'm doing this, and like I said, I'll do this in the Attitude Era. 
I have got to put you had so many big stars around that time, obviously. You gotta put Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Yes. So far that turned out that three out of four is not bad. Sting, Bret Hart, and Stone Cold. Big top three right there. But my fourth one, the modern day. I've seen so many great talent come through the pike. I know he started early, but he continues to impress me each and every time. I think, Michelle, you will get a kick out of this when I tell you the name. My fourth pick would be RKO. Anyway. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Michelle, let's let's hear your two sets. Okay, so can I do one set old school and then the other set new school? Yeah. Do however you want to. I'd either way you that. want to do it, you can do that the way too. Yeah, either way. Yeah, you do however you okay. want to. Okay. Um, the first one's going to be old school, of course. It has to be Ric Flair. Yep. yep. Dusty Rhodes. Yep. Oh, yes. Roddy Piper. Yep. Oh, yes. And Sting. Good choices on the first four. I like them. Great choices. Then the next four. Um, this is hard. Uh, Seth Rollins. Mhm. Randy Orton. Mhm. Triple H. Mhm. <clears throat> And I'm going to say Chris Benoit. Good choices. I would, yeah, absolutely. I'll be right back, guys. Hold on a second. Okay, and we'll wait for JD to come back here so he can give us his list here. Uh, let's say a program. Okay, back. Here. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Here's my buddy calling right. from Orlando. I told him I call him right back. Okay, here are my first four. Flair. Yes. Uh, Dusty. Yeah. Bruno. Oh, yeah. Hogan. Ah. My next four, Piper, Steamboat, Savage. Yes. And I'm... I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say... Ooh, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough. I'm sure you're gonna really hate me. And you, uh, right now, I'm gonna say Brock Lesnar. I'm torn between Brock Lesnar and Kevin Nash, but I'm gonna go with Lesnar. Oh, ass. Now, <laughs> now wrestling more. There you go. Uh, I don't know that. Wait a minute. Uh, no, we have to have a better name than that for a wrestling theme. Wrestling theme, Mount Rushmore. You have to have a better thing than that. Uh. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, I'll think of something. I'll post on the Revolution Radio page about this. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah, but I'll, 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 I'll post that on there and let everyone get a chance to put their opinion about who they would like to have a wrestling-themed Mount Rushmore, who they would like to see on it, and we'll just go from there. And like I said, I won't um, do a poll, but I'll just, I'll just let people just do it by their own thoughts, of course. I, I hate to run, but we have to be up at five. 
Okay, Michelle. By all means, uh, we do appreciate we do appreciate you coming back coming on there, and of course we do wish young Caleb there. Yeah, good luck this weekend to him. And of course, hopefully, Michelle, we'll get to hear from you on the prediction show Sunday afternoon. Oh, I'll be there. Don't worry, with bells on. Ah ha ha! All right. Okay, All right. Hopefully, we'll talk to you tomorrow night on the uh, Attitude Radio with NXT Michelle. All okay, right, y'all take care. care. Hi. Take Hi. care, Michelle. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Take care. And ladies and gentlemen, Wilson Blackwood and Michelle Lynn Dodds, we do thank you for coming on here, as well as of course tonight. I also want to thank King and W O G R T Smith. Apparently, he had some phone difficulties. Uh, hopefully, we'll we'll talk to him here Sunday afternoon on the prediction on the prediction show. Uh, but of course, he will also be busy tomorrow night uh, handling WWS Attitude Radio, a special edition when they talk about, of course, the NXT show tomorrow night in Orlando. Also, like I said, we will also want to thank the Black Widow Michelle and Daz for coming on, as well as, of course, the Iceman JD Jerry Girolamo and the Human Space Machine John Gross. And of course, John did also leave a little bit early as well, so he could, so he could finish watching the Hall of Fame ceremony on the WWE Network. <clears throat> Which, of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, they will be back on the USA Network after Monday Night Raw Monday night. So be sure to watch out for that. So for the entire panel, way too tough to handle, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for joining us here tonight for Episode 312 of Revolution. And, of course, tomorrow uh, tomorrow will be a double dose, of course, as we will be, as J.D. said, we will be busy here next few days talking about everything from the NXT show to WrestleMania. First off, of course, we'll go with Power Hour tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock, 141-364-POUND, as, of course, we, <clears throat> we highlight all the shows here in the radio network, plus also we give our, uh, we also give uh, the Saturday's Wrestling History and Birthdays report, as well as a uh, download update on all the shows we did on TalkShoot this past week. Also, of course, at 8 o'clock, as we said, WWS Attitude Radio, as King and W.O., the Iceman, and the Black Widow, of course, can bring you highlights from <clears throat> and then talk about, of course, um, the NXT show, which will be coming on right at the same time. And they'll be, of course, doing play-by-play of that as well uh, during Attitude Radio's broadcast. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, there will be, as confirmed earlier by myself and GTS, there will be a live video feed. The group tour will stop by the Attitude Radio group page and do a live video feed <clears throat> from the Attitude Radio page there tomorrow night. And, of course, Attitude Radio's call ID is 138-982-POUND. And, of course, Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at 5 o'clock, don't forget uh, a special edition of WWS Revolution, as, of course, we will be making our predictions for WrestleMania 33. So for the entire panel, way too tough to handle, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight, and we'll talk to you here this weekend on Power Hour Attitude Radio and the special WrestleMania 33 edition of Revolution. Revolution is a broadcast of the WCWUS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com. We're over one year older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care. See you in the ring. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always here in the radio network, God bless. <laughs>